Hello, I'm Anna. And I'm Bethany, and we're trying to review every Jane Austen adaptation ever. Welcome to Austen Translation, the only Jane Austen podcast that covers the character's star signs that we know of. Right, so this week we watched Love and Friendship, the adaptation of Jane Austen's, is it late novel of Lady Susan? I, I thought, thought it was an early novel, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Google it. Google it. I haven't, I, I, when you watched this, did you have any idea about the plot? No, I read the like very short synopsis. Um, uh, we were both right. It was one of the first things she wrote, but, but it was wasn't published. It was published last. Yes. Okay. Oh, perfect resolution to that. Um, it was also a short novel, I think. Yeah, it's like a. It's they. It's described in a as an epistolary novel, which we learned in uh, A level English means it's in the form of letters. Oh, I mean, you say that we learned that. I have. Well, we did learn it. You just forgot it because. Yeah, I clicked on the hyperlink and read it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that without having to even Google it. This is what I mean. You just remember stuff. I don't remember things. My mind is like I'm a Virgo, okay, and my mind is like it's a encyclopedic memory of like like a, a a box that things just go in, and then occasionally I'll just pull them out. I so I didn't know anything about the plot before watching this. Did you? Um, no, apart from the very very short. I mean, I heard that like Lady Susan. I think I've seen like a, the odd kind of allusion to it on Instagram and people say like Lady Susan's like the villain of the story because I think they were doing like a poll on like your least favourite Austin villain or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I even saw that I just kind of knew it was slightly about scheming and I'd seen a photo of Kate Beckinsale as, as Lady Susan who yes. I think excellent Lady Susan. She is very good yes. I mean not that we've read the short novel as you can tell no but, but I yeah she was just like a, a compelling character yeah and the thing is the first time I mean we should get onto the plot maybe but I don't know like as a broad opinion the first time I watched it I was like oh my god I love this I love how cha-. it wasn't chaotic but like how calculated and hmm. you know what I mean like the chaos and the calculation yeah and then I watched it a second time and I was like She's a horrible person. Yeah, I was like kind of torn between that as well, where I was kind of like, it's 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 an interesting thing because it's about the way, like I, I want. This is something that I'm going to talk about at the end, actually. So I'm going to save it for the end. But um, so so it kind of opens, and I immediately was like, this is kind of like Wes Andersony. Um, yeah. Yeah, I see that. A lot. Because it's the very, like, the opening credits and it was very, like, kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just kind of like, yeah, like, flashes and, and, and then the kind of music, it was like very nice, uh, like, typeface. And then it opens and it introduces you to the characters and the space, like, in a way that often Wes Anderson films do I think maybe in like uh, the life aquatic or something they do that where it's like this person and they do a brief description of them and it's often like kind of humorous so yeah it, yeah, it was kind of like exaggerated scenes as well yeah and it, well in this very um kind of quirky way where it 
yeah, it, the only way I can really describe it is a kind of Wes Anderson-esque. Um, yeah, it kind of opens and you see a woman dressed all in black getting into a carriage. And she's crying. There's kind of a slightly humorous... Um, yeah. Like, and that's maybe part of the Wes Anderson thing where it's like sort of do 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 like, and you're kind of going between people and there's this sort of like, it's not... Um, they're not like necessarily telling a joke, but it's just about the quirkiness of the characters and like who yeah. they are. So anyway, um, it, we open in a place called Langford in November. Um, it's very pretty. Like the film itself is very pretty, which is again kind of a- allusions to Wes Anderson. Is we hear that Mannering is leaving. Like someone's like there, there's two people running after this. I think I don't know if he's leaving or she's leaving. Um, she's leaving. This is what I couldn't tell, even second time of viewing. So, yeah, someone comes out yelling, Mannering, Mannering. Yeah, because Lord Mannering is leaving. His wife is crying. But and there's a the, woman in black who also leaves. Uh, maybe the... Maybe Lady Susan. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, he's left the Mannering household. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lady Susan, you don't actually see her yet. You see, like, a random woman and Lord Mannering leaving. Um, and then you, you get a close-up. You, you get these, like, character close-ups of the various characters with, like, a vignette around them and a short description, as I've said. So you have Lord Mannering, who's described as a divinely attractive man. Yeah, which was strange. I know, but this is the Wes Anderson-esque kind of... Um, I think yeah. it's, like, also taking quotes from the novel, I'm guessing that's... Yeah, that's what I assumed. I assumed it was taking quotes from the novel, but what I found strange was it was a very normal-looking man. Yeah, it was, and I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> have a floatsy boat, I guess. Funny. Richard just went, divinely attractive. <laughs> like, I just, mean... Like, clearly it's, like, slightly a humorous. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it. maybe it's everything being relative, and maybe he was very handsome for the Regency era, but... Yeah, no, like, he's not unattractive. But he was just fine. Yeah, maybe he, he was. Maybe his personality is very attractive. We don't really get to see blend him. into a crowd. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway. So and then it and then it's Lady Lu, Lady Lucy, who's this hysterically crying woman, uh, who's his wealthy wife, Miss Maria or Maria. I'm not sure which. Um, I think they pronounce it as Maria in this, but usually they say Maria in a Jane Austen mm-hmm. novel. But uh, that's his sister, who I think is also running after him. Um, and then there's Sir James Martin. Uh, he's also come running out of the house because Mannering's leaving. Um, but he's the one yelling Frederica. Oh, that is because actually, I think Frederica was staying with Lady Susan. Oh, and maybe she's let, like it was. It was really hard to follow in the beginning. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was like very chaotic. You're just like dropped into the scene. So anyway, Sir James Martin is the suitor of Frederica Vernon. Um, and apparently a bit of a rattle, which I'm not entirely sure what that means. I think it means a bit of an idiot. That's what I established by the end. Well, yes, from his, you know. No, because then they used it in a sentence. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, and then and then we cut to a different location, which is where we find out later that Lady Susan has actually gone in the carriage. Uh, she's gone to Churchill. Which is her deceased husband's brother's house yes so um there's yeah so there's her sister her sister-in-law 
late Mrs. Catherine Vernon, uh, mm. Mr. Charles Vernon, who is her husband uh, and brother of the late Frederick. And then there's Reginald de Courcy, who is uh, Mrs. Catherine Vernon's younger brother. Uh, and there's so many like characters in this that you're introduced to immediately. I know, and you're supposed to remember this. I mean, I was writing it down, so I did remember, and also because my brain is a uh, encyclopedic encyclopedia. But um, no, I would have had to watch it again anyway, a hundred percent. I would not have remembered who these people were. But yeah, so Reginald de Courcy is actually a hottie. Uh, like, unlike yeah. Lord Mannering, you see him and you're like a divinely attractive man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not described as such. And then Lady Susan is uh, on her way to Churchill, um, and you see. Mrs. Catherine Vernon and her brother Reginald discussing. He's like, like Catherine saying, "Oh, Lady Susan's coming," and he's like, "Oh, congratulations! You're going to be hosting the most accomplished flirt in all of England." And yeah. um, which we all know is Lydia Bennett, actually. But you know, uh, Mr. Charles mm-hmm. Vernon, we also find out is like very. He's very. He's almost like a Jane-ish character. He believes the best in yeah, everyone. I, I really liked him. He's a very amicable, ma- amicable man. He kind of hears Reginald slagging off Lady Susan and he's like, no, I think that she's dealt with a great deal of misfortune with fortitude. Like, she's had a tough deal in life and she's dealt with it really well. Then we cut to Miss Alicia, 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 Alicia Johnson, who is an American exile and Lady Susan's pal. She's played by Chloe Sevigny. Yes, and I can't work out where she was exiled. Is it because she was on the side of the British during the revolution? Yes, I believe so. I'd just like to point out as well, so Lady Susan brings with her a companion called Mrs Cross, who she decides because they're friends, so she's basically using her as like a lady-in-waiting, and she decides that because they're friends, it would be rude to pay her. Because the thing is, as well, is Lady Susan, because of her widowed status, isn't rich. No, but she just so, got, she's she's become accustomed to a certain standard of living. So she kind of swindles, so the whole thing is almost like her, her is like aim of survival, but survival in the landed gentry, do you know what I mean? She intends to stay at her station. Mm. And by any means possible. So that includes manipulating a friend into being your lady and waiting for free or anything. So she's been staying at the man wearing estate and Mannering. Mannering, sorry, estate and obviously got chucked out due to some kind of dalliance between them. Her and Lord Mannering. And then obviously she's gonna meet like she just she's just turning up. She kind of given them a letter and was like, I'm on my way. She arrives she's in her like morning garb, so she's got this like big black hat on and stuff. Um she's said to um Alicia, I think I don't know if this is before she goes to Churchill, but she's like she sees Alicia, who is kind of her like confidant. She just like updates her on all of her like schemes. Um, and and Alicia says that she's been forbidden mm-hmm. to see Lady Susan anymore by her husband, Mr. Johnson, who is played by Stephen Fry, mm-hmm. and is this this posh like English guy uh, who's kind of sensible. Um, and 
he's like, if you see Lady Susan anymore, then I'm going to send you back to Connecticut. And she's like, oh, that'd be the worst. So, um, because obviously she's, she's not popular back in Connecticut. Um, And apparently this is because his former ward, Lucy Mannering, the wife of Lord Mannering, has written to him about Lady Susan's dalliance with Lord Mannering. Yeah, so her she's got the reputation, like yeah, of, she's of known people. for being a flirt, an accomplished flirt. So it's but yeah, like it's like obviously that's like the way to say it in polite company. But yeah, like, she's a she's they, a bit of a girl. Aware, yeah, they're all very aware of her kind of her ability to lure very rich men into her company. I think. I mean, because also she's super hot. So, yeah, she's an attractive, smart woman, and she's kind of like, I need a way of securing money. Yeah, by any means necessary. Yeah, she's doing what she's yeah, doing. I quite like her because she's very honest with Mrs. Johnson. Yeah, well, I mean, she's totally. But then she does manipulate a little bit. She's. I mean, I'm going to get into this later because I've got a name. Like, I think she is a particular iconic recent phrase internet phrase which is um I've written it down here because I can't remember the actual order of it but it's like gatekeep gaslight girl boss have you seen this no I'm not trendy enough but um gatekeep gaslight girl boss (laughs) yeah and it's it's like the three g's um and it's this yeah the idea of like a girl boss culture which is actually just like being bitch yeah enabling the patriarchy almost being a a nasty white woman who just manipulates everyone around you um so she is lady susan is the jane austen gatekeep gaslight girl boss yeah yeah she because yeah it's a bit later on and i'm like the gaslighting in this is like she fully just makes the people around so like if she so she's got all these schemes and she's kind of like, she talks to Mrs. Johnson about them and she's the most honest with Mrs. Johnson, but even then she kind of manipulates Mrs. Johnson in a way to make it seem like she's the victim. Well, Mrs. Johnson is a total enabler because she's just as, she totally thinks that what Lady Susan's doing, she's totally entitled to do. She thinks it's the, because that's what she's done herself in marrying Mr. Johnson, who she hates. So, yeah. She's just like, yeah, of course you should do this. Um, and so then, yeah, she's talking to Alicia and she's like, if uh, Lucy Mannering didn't want to be jealous, she shouldn't have married such a charming man. Uh, and then she updates her that Frederica had been proposed to by James Martin, uh, the pal who was staying with the Mannerings. Um, and he's a baronet with 10,000 a year, but Frederick has refused him. Um, uh, for reasons that become obvious. Which, yeah, for reasons which become obvious, but she's like, oh, she's so silly. Um, and I think, oh, no, you don't find out where Frederick is at the moment, do you? But, you know um, she's at boarding school. That- I thought that she told that later, but maybe not. No, like, I think, I don't, like, yeah, I think she's just like, oh, I think it's mentioned she's at boarding school because yeah, and um oh no, I think it, well yeah, I've got some notes about this in a minute. But so right. then we are introduced to the butler who's called Wilson and the young curate. These are barely like they they have very bit parts, but for some reason they still get their little vignette. 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Lady Susan like arrives and she is like chatting away and she realizes like Mrs. Vernon, Catherine Vernon doesn't like her. And she's talking to Mrs. Cross about this, being like, I don't see why she doesn't like me. Well, I mean, I did absolutely despise her and I did do everything I could to prevent her marriage to um, Mr. Vernon. But um, I don't see why she wouldn't like me because I've been really nice to her. (laughs) Catherine Vernon is one of the very few people who sees through. Yeah, like isn't manipulated by her at all. Yeah. She's like, because even the people who kind of see through her are manipulated a little bit. Yeah. Where she's just not at all. Like, she she basically, she's outsmarted by Lady Susan a lot, but then she starts kind of... She's not she's not gaslighted by her because she's, she knows what Lady Susan is. Yeah. She doesn't like, second guess herself in the way that you know lady susan does for other people. yeah she's not like convinced she'll let lady susan talk her bullshit and then she just walks off and she's just like well that was bullshit nothing is genuine at all like absolutely nothing yeah and it is like it is unnerving i think like you initially you watch her and you're like oh wow like like that thing of like um gatekeep gas like girl boss like when you sometimes see people you're like oh my god well done they're they're doing what they need to do in a, a man's world. And then you're like, they're actually horrific. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like, yeah. So like another example of this is Mrs. Vernon comes into the room and asks them to come for some tea. Or no, I think the butler actually is sent to ask them for tea. Yeah. And, um, and Lady Susan's like, oh, yeah, Mrs. Cross doesn't want to, but I will. Like, she just answers for Mrs. Cross. Because she like she pretends that it's this like friendship thing, but it's only it only benefits her. Mrs. Van asks, "Where's her daughter, Frederica?" Miss Lady Susan says, "Oh, she's at school. Um, I'm like concerned that she's got gaps in her education, so I've sent her off to this school." And uh, Mrs. Vernon's like, "Oh, but will she be visiting us?" And she's like, "Oh no, I wouldn't be able to like let her get away from school because then that would leave, you know, she would miss out on her learning." And she's like, "Well, what about Christmas?" And she's like, "No, there's no way she could come home at Christmas. She'd miss out on her learning." <laughs> and Mrs. Vernon's like, "Okay." Um, and then she says on like afterwards to Mrs. Cross, "The fees are way too ridiculous to be paid. So in a way, it's an economy. Like she just decided she's not paying the fees." Yeah, because then Catherine writes to her parents yeah. about Lady Susan and the slight flirtation going on with her and Reginald. And yeah. the father offers to read the letter for the mother because she's ill. Yeah, so we cut to Parklands, <laughs> which is the Dickorsey ancestral home. Uh, and um, So yeah, he offers to read the letter for her because she's ill. And then he just kind of reads like like it's such a funny thing because it's something that would happen he's just like like, a couple of lines of the letter and he's like oh why would this happen and she's like well if you read the letter properly we will understand what is going on and he's like oh this has happened oh why has this happened and it's because he's reading like five words in every line and that's it yeah, and she's like, can you actually read the letter to me? And he's like, oh, well, if you want me to uh, actually read it, like, mm. word for word instead of paraphrasing it, um, with every 
comma and so then he starts reading it and putting in every single punctuation mark and she's like no no punctuation needed and he's like oh that makes it much easier it's like this is classic like old married couple vibes yeah so they kind of establish this kind of connection and he wants to nip it in the bud immediately and he's like I'm gonna have to go and see Reginald immediately and stop this and the mum is like what what is going on yeah he's like I've got to go right away and she's like can't you just write and he's like no I have to go so he's like on his horse I think it's yeah, actually probably kind of been talking about this with Catherine in letters for a while like the women have been yeah. conversing about how to deal with this for a while yeah and he's just like I'm gonna go over there and talk to him and she's like we had a plan <laughs> and um yeah and he does he goes and talks to him and it's just like well he, yeah he meets him and they go to like a pub or something like they're sitting in some kind of a it's like in the basement it's like yeah. in the that's what I thought and he's and, and Reginald's like nice to see you but uh why are you here and he's like um this is a very important matter uh like any connection between you and Lady Susan would destroy this family. Like we'd be so ashamed of you. Like our reputation would be ruined. Mm-hmm. And Reginald's like, like what you're saying is 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 not possible. But you can see in his face that he wants it to be. But he's, yeah. he's a little bit sad about it. Um, like he thinks that she would never have him because she's so much better than him. Yeah. Yeah, so, and it is kind of like, they kind of have an argument about it, though, because I think the father is like, well, it can't happen anyway, so. And yeah, but then he's defending Lady Susan's character, and he's like, these are all, like, because, like, Sir, uh, what's his name? Mr. de Courcy, or whatever his name is, Lord de Courcy? Sir Reginald, Mm -hmm. anyway. Sir Reginald is like, oh, but have you heard all of these things about her and Lord Mannering and, you know, and then uh, Reginald, little Reginald, Reginald Jr. Reginald Jr. <laughs> <laughs> little Reginald, little Reg. Um, he's, he's, he's like, you don't go out in society very much, otherwise you would know that these are all just totally, like, uh, English society is so, like, gossipy and, uh, like, just trying to, like, destroy people all the time. And And then his dad's like, don't talk about English society like that. <laughs> like, I don't talk about a country like that. And I'm like, oh my god, lol. But yes, it's it's quite it's a funny film. It is a comedy, isn't it? It is good, yeah. And it's got good like comedic timing as well. But in like a way that it's not it's not all comedy because clearly there's like a lot of kind of questions uh, provoked. Yeah. But, um, then a letter comes. Lady Susan sits down. She's like, oh my goodness, this can't be. <gasps> oh my gosh and everyone's like what is it Lady Susan like Reginald's really concerned and uh Frederica we read uh has run away from school and is now expelled um yeah which again this is what I can't work out so was she actually expelled well so she's run away from school and the the like headmistress is like she can't come back like probably because she's never paid fees yeah like she's just like I have to think about the reputation of my school and Reg- Lil Reginald's like, um, that's ridiculous. I've never heard of her school. <laughs> and um, that was funny. Yeah. Well, first of all, she's like, well, Charles has to sort this out for me. Is his name Charles? Oh yeah. So she sends yeah she sends um, 
Charles off to Charles Vernon. Yes. To sort it out, basically. Yeah, with the school to make this the school like take her back. Well, um, like, also, she just goes to Catherine, like Charles has to sort it out, and Catherine's like, does he now? Like Yeah. And what? then Charles just goes off. Charles arrives back and he's like, Here's Frederica. Yeah, and Lacey's like, shit, that's not what I told you to do. I told you to take her back to school. But mm. she's she's um she sits there and, and Lady Susan's like, good afternoon, Frederica. And she's like, good afternoon, mother. And then she runs off. This is a thing that happens quite a lot. Frederica freaks out and runs off. Catherine is like, she just looked terrified of Lady yeah. Susan. And, and they're like, oh, no, she's probably just, you know, ashamed or I can't remember what they said, but like, you know, she's she's just really tired. And then. Charles is like, she hasn't had tea. It could be a lack of nourishment. <laughs> I was like, yeah. This is, I really like Lady Catherine. Is that her name, Lady Catherine? Yeah. Oh, I wanted to sort of talk about the, the like, costuming because it's a bit weird. Because, like, not that it's bad, but it's like this similar thing. I mean, not exactly the same as Pride and Prejudice 2005, but they've, instead of going for the, like, Empire line dresses which is like classic Regency, they've got kind of like, um, I, w- I don't know what it would be like, but like the flat kind of corsets that, that go down to the waist. Victorian, her... Um... Yeah, and then they've got this really like big curly hair with a kind of hairband around the top of it. And it's like, it's no, it doesn't look very Regency. No, no, it doesn't at all. Her her mourning outfit, like her, her grieving outfit. Yeah, it's like Edwardian almost, I would say. Yeah, yeah, more Edwardian actually. But yeah, not, not Regency as such. No, which is a bit odd, but you know. But I think they more flattering shapes, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it like le- imagine Lady Susan in a Regency dress, uh, like a. I was like, you look at some Regency dresses, and the shape of it is like they push the the boobs up a little bit, but then the sides are all straight. If that makes sense, it can look a bit like frumpy. I think. Yeah, yeah, like the 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 lines of where. Yeah, it's kind of almost a bit shapeless. Which, like, I mean, I guess everything is, like, relative because I love to wear a shapeless dress that doesn't show any, that I have a physical form at all. But, like, in terms of, like, what looks sexier, I guess. Um, And they want to show that she's, like, this attractive woman, I suppose, who uses her attractiveness. And then uh, Lady Susan and Lil Reginald uh, are walking out in the garden or the grounds or whatever and and she's talking about Frederica um and she's like oh yeah she's is it like she's jealous of me or something I don't know like she just doesn't have a good relationship with Frederica and Lil Reginald's like but why you're like so great and she's (laughs) like oh no like this is just natural like having children is our fondest wish but in doing so we breed our harshest critics so like basically yeah we we want to have these like little versions of ourselves but then actually they like bring everything out in us or they like see everything in us that is actually really bad which is like interesting because like I mean you kind of because Lady Susan and Frederica are mother and daughter but they're also the two kind of love interests in the film 
and there's a slight contrast between Lady Susan's complete lack of like you know ethics or morals and then Frederica who is like this quite like a very weak character who's very much under her mother's thumb but she, she's very tortured about moral obligations yeah and and she doesn't want to be uh like she's she's not gonna be inauthentic like she she doesn't want to marry Sir James because she just doesn't like she doesn't love him and she doesn't yeah. Like she's she's not like oh well he's really rich and he wants to marry me so I'm just gonna do it because she's just a very genuine person. Yeah, yeah. And then who turns up but James Martin? Oh, isn't that another guy from Top Gear? James May. (laughs) James May. That's who I was thinking. Who turns up but James May? (laughs) That would have been that would have been been a, a plot twist, wouldn't it? Yeah, James Martin turns up and he's my favourite character in this whole he's thing. He's so, like, I'm trying to think of a way to put this politely. How would you describe it? He's uh, socially inept. Not like, he's. I mean, the socially inept bit is he's a there. Dentist. But he's a silly man. He's socially inept. He's socially inept because he's not very astute. Yes, he's a bit of a rattle. Which, yeah, maybe that's the point. Basically, because he he got lost on the way there because he didn't realise it was Church Hill where they lived. He was looking for He was like, Church Hill, and I saw Church and Hill, but then I didn't put the two together, and he's talking about Church and Hill for ages, and everyone's just like, you weren't invited. Like, why are you here? And he's just, like, so oblivious yeah like he's socially inept but it's not like he's socially inept and fine otherwise he's socially inept because he's just not he's a bit of a bimbo he's a yeah he's, he's a himbo he's a himbo that's what he is he's, he's a not. himbo he, just, he he has absolutely no kind of, he's not on their le- their their wavelength at all yeah like he's clearly got money but that's he's not got a lot uh upstairs so <laughs> yeah. Um, he's described as unintended in his little vignette. <laughs> um, uh, so then Frederica realizes he's there and she runs off again. Just another Frederica running off. It's like, it's quite fun to watch because like he initially meets Reginald Junior and Catherine when he walks in, and uh, they're just like they're in kind of shock. At yeah, this it's like man that that um. Lady Susan wants to marry her daughter. Yeah. And they're just like, they're almost like, is this a joke? Yeah, and it's just, it's so awkward. It's it's like terrible. They kind of don't reply and he just carries on talking. <laughs> then we cut to the bedroom. Lady Susan is talking to Frederica, who's lying on the bed. In the dark. And she's just like, why is the James hit? And, and uh, Lady Susan's like, what are you doing? Like, what is going on with you and Sir James? Like, why don't you want to marry him? And um, Frederica's like, I just don't like him that much. Like, I just, he's fine, but I don't want to marry him. And, um, like, he's not a bad person, but, you know, I, I would like him. It's like the rest of your life. It's like a very good point. She's just like, I like him, but marriage is for such a long time <laughs> well yeah she's like if he was like a cousin or like a 
brother-in-law like that would be fine but I don't actually want to marry him and you know have sex with him and stuff she just can't she she just will not live the rest of her life with him like she just because she has integrity yeah yeah, she just can't do it she's literally like I just can't no. <laughs> yeah, and and Lady Susan doesn't, and like, th- but this is kind of a cultural thing because in Regency times, it's like a good match doesn't necessarily mean you have to like them. It's just yeah. But um, so and Lady Susan says to Frederica that she doesn't realize that their circumstances are very precarious. She says we don't live, we visit, because they yeah, don't have any independence true. from their acquaintances. So it is kind of like Lady Susan scheming. Yeah, so Lady Susan is trying, like, she genuinely is trying to secure some kind of security. Like, prior, like the priority is for herself, but also, like, if Frederica doesn't get a good marriage, then she also won't. Yeah, like, I don't think she would kind of leave her in the gutter, do you know what I mean? Well, I she, don't know. Well, no, I don't, I don't think, not because of any kind of, like, empathy, I think it would make her look bad. So she knows she has this obligation to sort out Frederica. Well, also, I guess she sees her as this little project, doesn't she? Yeah. So it's so, not like, oh, I wouldn't like let her. Because cause Frederica would rather become a teacher than marry. Yeah, because there's that whole thing about her education and how she wants to make sure she gets a good education. And really, it's like, because Frederica is like a little mini-me. It's a reflection of her. Yeah, and also that's the thing. So, like, Frederica is really interesting thing with Reginald that we see later on, actually, and other characters, but particularly with Reginald Jr. is like, so, so Lady Susan's like, oh, you can't be a teacher. If you'd been in school more, you would have realised why you can't be a teacher. Yeah. And it's like this kind of nonsensical sentence that doesn't mean anything, but she says it with confidence, so it feels like it means something. Yeah. And then it's kind of repeated by other characters later yeah and it's it, it's that thing that, and it happens with a few characters where she just says something that doesn't make any sense but she's a, a gatekeep gaslight girl boss lady susan has the charisma of a cult leader where she can just say something and yeah like, she be like, just, yeah you're right so so then lady susan and this is like a thing that comes up quite a lot and i think it's interesting because you don't really see that much like religious references in jane austen mm. Um, and Lady Susan's like, do you know what the fourth commandment is? <laughs> and and um, Frederick is like, uh, I know the commandments, but I don't know the order of the commandments. I don't either. And I, my brain is a, an encyclopedia and I don't know the order of the commandments. Yeah, so she's like, what is the fourth commandment? She keeps going on. Frederick's like, I don't know, what is it? And then she's like, honour thy father and mother. And she goes, she does this long like speech about mm. how, you know, it's supposed to like you know respect your father and mother and it's not just about you know it's about like following god's law or whatever and and she goes so james has given the one thing of value that he has to offer his income (laughs) and she's like this is so disrespectful for you not to want this And she's just like genuinely conflicted because she thinks she's like dishonored. Yeah, uh, her mum and her dead dad. Yeah, um, poor Frederica, man. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got so much trauma. Like, 
she's gonna need so much regency therapy. Yeah, because then she makes this thing where she's like, maybe I should have starved you more so you realised how hard. Yeah. And then she was like, I was really hungry at school, and she's like, not hungry enough. <laughs> so, and then she just Lady Susan invokes Solomon again. She talks yeah, about the thing about people repeating her bullshit. <laughs> yeah, she'll be like. Oh, no, but she repeats her own bullshit as well because she says, like, oh, he's no Solomon or something. Like, then another great Sir James scene. He's playing with his peas. He's eating dinner. He's playing with his peas and he's like, how jolly, tiny green balls. What are these called again? And they're like peas. And he's like, wow, I should get my my guy to cultivate these novelty vegetables. I was like, he's so like, and then Frederica is just looking more and more distressed. <laughs> this whole thing, she's just like, oh my god. Um, and then she's like, oh, I wish that Frederica would just say yes to him. And and Reginald's like, but he's really ridiculous. Like, why would you want him to marry Frederica? And she's like, well, if you realise the level of ridiculous manhood a poor girl has to enjoy, you'd be more sympathetic to Sir James. <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, dang. I mean, true. True. Also, he is an extreme example. Of ridiculous manhood. During the conversation, sorry, during the conversation with Frederica, she forbids Frederica to talk about this conversation with um, Catherine or Charles. Any of the like decourses. Um, oh, and then what, the, what I was going to say was, I feel like this conversation with Reginald is like she's trying to confuse him because she's like, I think, like, well, because Reginald's like, does she, is she defending Sir James because she likes Sir James? Is she com- complimenting me by saying that I am so great that I make Sir James look bad? Like she's messing with his head, basically. Yeah, yeah, and that's what she does. It's it's almost like a confusion tactic with everyone. Yeah, she kind of gets that the like crosses. It's like she's got all the like it's like that cup game, you know, where you put the ball in the cup in there. Yeah, and you're just moving it around all the time. Because that's, that's what that. she's doing with everyone. Like she'll start talking, and then by the end of it, they're like, "What happened?" Yeah, and she's just like, "Gatekeep, girl boss." She does it for sport almost. Yeah, well, that's because it's her, like, it's her whole purpose of living. Yeah. Um. So then she, like, updates Alicia, uh, Alicia. I keep saying Alicia, but I'm sure that's not how it is. Alicia, um, like, what's going on? And she's like, uh, yeah, I think, I don't know if I want to marry young Reg because... He's just like I think Lord Mannering's just like way better. He's he's much more confident in himself, and he just knows what he's doing. And uh, he's more mature. And uh, and Alicia's like, uh, I don't know. No one really deserves you, but young De Courcy might be worth having. And I'm like, yeah. you just you just gave her. Alicia yeah. just is gay for Lady Susan, and she needs to admit that. Yeah, they have, like, a weird... That's the thing. It's, like, almost an equal friendship, but it isn't. Because she's a simp for Lady Susan. Do you know who is a simp? Red Jr. Yeah, he is also a simp. Um, But, yes. So, where are we at now? Sorry, I'm a confused. Okay, so now 
they're doing a dance. And I, the tiny curate, because the, the, the little curate, he's got like red hair and he's really short. And Sir Charles is really tall. And they're doing a dance. And I guess Sir Charles like didn't get a lady to pair with because there's more gentlemen than ladies. So he's dancing along with the curate. And it's really cute. Yeah. Um, and then Frederica's like sitting down. We've we've moved past the dance now, and Frederica's sitting down and looking sad. And Reginald's like, "What's going on?" Um, and she's like, Mwah. "And he's like, no, tell me what's going on.'" Um, and she's like, "I just really, I think he kind of guesses. He's like, so you you don't like that Sir James is here? You you want him to go?" And she's like, "Yeah, I just can't." and he's like well what's so bad about Sir James and then she just basically explains what she's also said to Lady Susan which is that you know he's not like a bad person or anything she just doesn't want to marry him yeah he's she's like can you please just talk to Lady Susan like you're one of the you're one of the people that she would like listen to the most like you and Lord Mannering and he's like who's Lord Mannering or like, no, I think he knows of Lord Mannering, and he's like, but he's what? like, what's going? What? <laughs> She's just like, I just mean she respects you. <laughs> and then Lady Susan asks Reginald to visit her because he's about to leave. Oh yeah, and then Lady Susan like says to Catherine because Catherine says, "Oh yeah, Reginald's leaving," and she's like, "Really? Well, that's just a classic like young man thing to do. Like they make decisions and then they unmake them just as quickly. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he changed his mind and didn't go anywhere. Like, mm. and then and then she gets the uh, the butler to ask Reginald to come and see Lady Susan in her dressing room, <laughs> <laughs> and he like comes in. He's like, "What's going on here?" And she's like, "Close the door." <laughs> and he's like, okay. Um, and then she's like, I I hope that our little conversation d- is not the cause for you leaving because if anyone should leave, then it's me. Um, you know, I don't want to separate you from your family. Um, and she pretends to cry and then <laughs> manipulates him into staying. She goes to London, right? And she says, Reginald also comes to London. And she sees him and she's like, um, we should not see each other. I think he's he's proposed to her. Yeah, so we can't, it's revealed. I think no, it's no, 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 actually, I'm wrong. This hasn't happened yet. Oh. Sorry. Um, so Lord, Lord Mannering arrives and, um, to see her and Alicia makes him wait. <laughs> which is just fun because she's just like yeah just uh lord mannering's like in the waiting room and Alicia's like yeah he can wait oh yeah the- frederica's sitting in the church uh looking sad like and the curate's like huh I, I really like this bit yeah uh the curate sees frederica in the church and she asks about the fourth commandment and he's like <laughs> uh what thou 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 shalt not covet your neighbours or whatever it was keep the Sabbath day yeah keep the Sabbath day holy and she's like what and he's like oh yeah it's the Catholics it's it's the fourth for the Catholics yeah Um, basically it turns out Lady Susan has no idea what she's talking about yeah well she's she said she hasn't said the Protestant version she said the Catholic version um and she and then, go though it's it's funny because she had a go at Frederica for not knowing not knowing which yeah commandment it was 
um and then he he goes on this like whole like exposition about how great honor thy father and mother is as a commandment i really thought they were gonna end up together so did i actually i was like this will be cute but then it didn't work um (laughs) but yeah and it was kind of like but the thing was it didn't actually help frederica to get out of her mother's because it was just like this is such a great commandment you should definitely honor thy father and mother and it's like okay yeah i think though she talks further on about her issue like as a hypothetical she's like my friend was Mm. asking about this and I think he does kind of appease her guilt a little bit yeah I think it's like it's about doing like what is or like true I think he talks about like truth yeah he's like doing the honest thing yeah so a little bit yeah um and then she bumps into Reginald in the corridor and she like touches his arm and she's like (gasps) and runs off again um because clearly she fancies him um I miss all these little moments I did not see it coming at all see my notes saving the day every time so Catherine updates her parents on this situation about Reginald being in love with Lady Susan also they absolutely love Frederica they fucking love her they love her so much (laughs) Um, anyway and then Alicia says dreadful news Mr Johnson has been cured of his gout whatever (laughs) is going on with him Um, and Lady Susan asks her to receive Reginald so that he doesn't bump into Lord Mannering who's also going to meet her like because she's been she's been seeing both of them at the same time so Alicia becomes her like accomplice in this thing yeah so Reginald goes to see her and like London or wherever she is and uh he starts sort of like saying about their argument and she's like oh don't even I can't stand reproaches I can't support reproaches mm-hmm. and basically being like don't tell me off Reginald because I can't I just won't I won't accept it I won't allow you to <laughs> like she just and it's, it's like I'm not in the uh what's the word I'm I'm like not used to bricking disappointment or whatever Lady Catherine said. It's just like just saying I I'm well I'm I simply will not accept this. <laughs> like and it just seems to work. Anyway, um and then it turns out that he has proposed to her, but she wants to wait. Uh she's like, Oh, society is not gonna accept it. We should wait like a couple of months at least. Um and well, then she, she goes until society accepts it. He's like, well... That could be forever. <laughs> so he's, he's like, smart, but stupid. Yeah, like, he's not an idiot. He's just totally in love with her. Um, yeah. And so, and then she's like, and, and then also, you know, we can't, you can't be in London because if we were to see each other or people would see us together, like, it would, you know it would ruin our reputations um and she's like you should go and see your family your dad's old he'll probably die soon he's like um he's actually really quite healthy it seems like he's in the prime of his life and she's like ah, yeah he's really just in denial about the fact he's gonna die soon (laughs) no but also it i thought it felt like she she wanted him like obviously if she marries reginald it's better for her if he does her his dad does die soon because and it was almost like she was just like oh he's healthy oh uh. 
Yeah. So then we cut to Lady Mannering crying hysterically as mm. usual. Um and she's gone to see Mr. Johnson, which is at Alicia's house, obviously. Um and she, yeah, so she's just like in there telling him about how Lord Manring's cheated on her. Um, and Reginald comes to give Alicia a letter, um, which is in is strictly private from Lady Susan, um, mm. which is a really bold move because it, when we find out what is inside, we letter, know how bold she is. She loves it. She absolutely loves this how easily she can manipulate everyone around her and use yeah. them as little pawns little prawns um <laughs> so lady mannering tells reginald um well because because basically he's talking to alicia alicia like takes the letter and then lady mannering comes out and she's like that's lady season's handwriting She's with Lord, like she's with my husband right now. And Reginald's like, "No, she's not. I just left her." And then Lady Mannering gets her servant out, who had seen Lady Susan receive Lord Mannering after Reginald had left. Um, and then Lady Mannering grabs the letter and opens it, and she reads it out. And it's basically like saying, "Yeah, that how, yeah, you know, like exposing the whole the whole plan." Yeah. Of like how it, it's really quite brutal because it's kind of like because it's um written to Alicia. She's like, you got to keep Reginald busy so I can see Mannering. Yeah, Mannering. And um, like, just you got to do it for like all evening if you have to, so that I can just carry on. And then like you kind of at this point think, ah, she's been rumbled. Yeah, you this think, oh, powerful. it's all gonna like, yeah, House of Cards coming down. So and then, and then obviously, so Reginald like goes and is like, well, "What the fuck, Lady Susan?" Oh no! Like I think no, Alicia tells her that Reginald has read this letter, and she's like, "Oh my god, how ungentlemanly! That is so shocking." He's the one, like only you and I are the ones that stand innocent of not reading other people's correspondence. Um, like, and then incredible, <laughs> the the. The tunnel vision of it, if that makes this sense. Just, yeah, the, like, the way that the narcissistic way that she, like, totally makes the narrative so that it always, like, benefits her or makes her look good. Um, and that she just simply cannot see it any other way. Yeah, um, it's and, like, you want to believe she believes that. And then, and then uh, Alicia is like, oh, yeah, but also that uh, Lady Mannering's uh, servant did see you receiving Lord Mannering to your house so and uh, Lady Susan's like oh facts are horrid things <laughs> like Trump fake news <laughs> alternative facts yeah they're talking about Mr Johnson and how awful he is and the fact that Alicia is definitely going to be sent off to um to America and she's like oh I should never have married Mr Johnson he's too old to be governable and too young to die <laughs> It's so brutal. Then Reginald comes to like confront her about this. He narrowly misses Lord Mannering leaving. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and Lady Susan in classic Lady Susan style, because Reginald's like, can't believe you've done this, and she's like, oh no, you don't realize. I I was trying to convince Lord Mannering to get back with Lady Mannering. Like he's cheating on her, and like I'm trying to make him go back to her. And he's like, this is ridiculous. 
yeah um, just like why would you need to be alone for that like why yeah lie about it and she's just like I don't want like, and then she just like so she's like oh I don't want to make like it worse for Lady Mannering or whatever I don't want to to expose her anymore but and then she, she goes I can't be with someone who's untrusting I know that's the real killer isn't it like she turns it around on Reginald so that it's his fault this is like classic abusive like emotionally abusive behaviour. I was so annoyed at that point. I was literally like, because I was like, he's he's falling for it. Yes, yeah, because he's, he's totally cool. under. Yeah, well, but and that's the thing. It, like, and that is the like. It doesn't matter how intelligent you are if you're in like an emotionally abusive relationship. And it's also, like, is that a thing of that we kind of spoke about? If you lie with such conviction, yeah, people are gonna doubt themselves. You can't like argue against it if that makes it's sense. It's the crux of Gaslight Girl Boss Gatekeep. Yeah, like that Gaslight was, like, Girl Boss. True dark gaslight moment. It was truly like. I mean, dark. it was like. It didn't. It wasn't that dark in the sense of the whole film. None of it's like that bleak. But. But I mean, it was a bit like, oh my goodness. Yeah, like watching it in the like. 2021 world her deception knows no bounds Catherine is talking to her mum like I like the little chats between Catherine and her mum because they both are like very down to earth and like see exactly what's going on and they're like discussing how Catherine has broken it off with Reginald and they know that it's so that he will feel like he's been he's actually been in the wrong and he wants to get her back so she's like broken up with him in order to like get the um, yeah, she seems to, to realign the power dynamic in her favor. Yeah. So Reginald returns back to. Um, oh, it doesn't matter. But yes, he returns to the parents' house. Uh, yeah. So they're like the prodigal. T- uh, the prodigal son returns, and they're like talking. The, the parents are very funny, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he's like, I just. They have this really kind of funny thing, and they're kind of sparring between them all. Yeah, and they're talking about how much they love Frederica, obviously. Yeah, and they're talking about um, how great her singing voice is. <laughs> and then Lady Susan turns up, just like, uninvited to see Frederica, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I just couldn't stay away from my daughter when I knew she was like nearby." And then Mister De Corsi just talks about how Frederica's like really wants her to sing and Lady Susan's like oh we've got to go sorry and Mrs. Dorcourse is like I call her the Kentish Nightingale and then he just says it three more times <laughs> yeah it's like he's a broken record but he's obsessed like, with this thing Lady Susan's come to take Frederica back with her to London and like they love Frederica they don't want her to go they can see how she's like manipulated by her mother and she Frederica wants to stay you can tell yeah and I don't quite get why Lady Susan wants to take her I think she just doesn't, she wants to keep uh, Frederica under her thumb. Like, yeah. if Frederica is away from her, then people are A, going to, like, start, like, to understand, like, it's going to make her look bad when they see how unhappy Frederica has been. And, you know, maybe Frederica will get the opportunity to talk to them about what's going on. Um. So, yeah, I think, and also just she likes to, be able to totally control everything that Frederica's doing. Yeah, like all of these things. Like the more that Frederica gets away, time away from her mum, the more she gets like a sense of her own independence or like what she wants, and that's not what Lady Susan wants. 
Yeah, so she's, she's, it's almost like a, but it just feels a bit like a mean power move, doesn't it? Yeah, well, she just wants to, she doesn't want Frederica to be, like, to do what she wants to do. So, yeah, she comes, despite their, like, objections, she brings her back to London. Mm. And then Catherine and her mum, like, immediately start kind of plotting to get her back. Yeah. And then, um, have I missed something? But I think, like, it then goes to them trying to get her back. Alicia suggests to uh, Lady Susan that she should actually, if, if Frederica doesn't want Sir James, she should get Sir James for herself. Yeah. Um, and, it's like, Lady Susan's like, no, obviously not. He's an idiot. And <laughs> Alicia's like, yeah, but he's really rich. Like, you know. She kind of uses the arguments Lady Susan used. Yeah. For Frederica to marry him back at her. She's kind of like, I can't fault this logic. Yeah, this is actually <laughs> fair enough. Um, and so then, uh, yeah, Charlotte and her mum start planning to get Frederica really? back uh, or to help her by sending Charles to London. Um, and, and so. It's a really fun bit where they're just basically like, we can convince Charles to go to London. And his her mum is like, you're so lucky. Um, like, because he'll just do whatever. Like, you know, he's very amicable. Like, you're so lucky. And then, like, Catherine just like, Charles, do you have business in London that we need to attend to immediately? And he's like, Yes, yes, we do. And then <laughs> just go, and that's it. And I was like, This is incredible. <laughs> Imagine that. that, like, suggestive power. <laughs> yeah. And so they ask. They ask. Uh, they go to see Lady Susan in London and they ask Frederica if uh, they ask if they could take Frederica back with them to Churchill and initially Um, she's like no and I think this is a really powerful point because Catherine manipulates Lady Susan yeah so initially she's like no I can't be away from her like we've become such good friends and then um Catherine's like, oh, but like, what about the like? Oh, and I think actually, I'm not sure if Catherine's manipulating Lady Susan or Lady Susan's doing like a reverse um, oh, no, psychology she... thing because she goes, oh, but there is one thing that I am a bit concerned about. Do you think that Frederica looks well? And they're like, no, yeah, she looks really ill. Maybe she she doesn't want to be like. Actually, I don't want Frederica here. She's yeah. Like, like admit defeat on that aspect yeah and she's like no 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 and then she's like does frederica look ill and charles is like no and Catherine's like yes yes she does and then he's like oh yes she does <laughs> she looks very ill yeah so she, she they're like oh well the, the flu is you know everywhere in london at the moment influenza um, so she they, they lady season is like Oh, yeah, all right, you can take her. Um, and then Alicia, yeah, says that she, she can't see Lady mm. Susan anymore because she's being sent to Connecticut. And Lady Susan looks forward to his death so that mm. they can reunite one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, hopefully he won't recover as quickly from his next bout of gout. Yeah. And then um, Frederica receives a letter to say that um, her mom has married James. 
That's it. Well, yeah, you actually see this little shot of Sir James where he's like walking towards her in slow motion and it's like he's suddenly looking more attractive to Lady Susan. <laughs> and you see Frederica and Lil Reg walking around in the garden. They seem to be getting close. And then, yeah, Lady Susan writes to Frederica to tell her that she mm. has married Sir James. And um, um, everyone's a bit like, what? Why? And like, Frederica's, Frederica's just like, oh, my God. God. Like, I don't have to marry him. That that battle is over. Yeah. Also, it kind of means that her mum is just like not going to be as intense. Yeah, because she's you know she's she's got what she wanted, which was the connection to the very rich baronet. So, um, Charles Charles is like, oh well, you know, there's there's several reasons that this could have happened. Um, Either she like has actually fallen in love with him or he I can't remember his reasons but he's like maybe she wanted to secure Frederica's future yeah like he just basically and they're just like or maybe she's in love yeah or maybe she wants to secure the future or maybe she just likes him like yeah. it's just yeah I think that like Charles I mean Charles is actually quite a sensible dude but he's also very like he does not see how He's just very suggestible. Lady Susan is. Reg is really mad. Frederick is really happy. Oh, apparently Lady Susan is also pregnant. This is the funniest scene. So James goes to visit Alicia, I think, before she leaves. Yeah. Um, And he goes to visit her and, like, Lady... What's her name? What's the surname again? Mannering. Lady Mannering is, like, sobbing in the office again. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. Um, so she's congratulated them. So she's congratulated them on the marriage, and then he's like, another congratulation. She's pregnant, and Alicia's like, that's very um quick, early. Because I think they've only that she'd be married like a week or so. <laughs> oh yeah. So then, and then she's like, uh, oh yeah. So James is like, oh yeah. She hinted just the morning after the wedding. And Alicia's like, did she now? <laughs> and then we find out that Lord Mannering has been staying with them because they, she's separated from Lady Mannering. And I'm just like, oh, James. Oh, James. I kind of don't feel bad for James. because he He's just, he's a himbo. He just, he doesn't need to know. He doesn't care. Like, he he can't compute it. No. And this is and, ignorance is bliss. He has no idea. But Alicia's uh, like, okay. yeah, sorry. Alicia's like, oh, do you do you like having him around? And he's like, oh yeah, it's nice to have another guy around, especially one that has the same interests as me. Yeah, basically implying that women are dumb. As well. <laughs> no, it's, it's because they both love. They both like having sex with Lady Susan. But also, he's like, Lady Susan is very quick, but it's not the same as talking to a man. Yeah, I mean he's he's got some like weird, and then he's like, um, she's talking about Lady Mannering, and he's she's just like it's just embarrassing now. Like the divorce has been over weeks ago. She should just kind of let it go. Mm. And he's like, oh, you know, men cheat. It's just their biology. But if a woman was to cheat, that would just be ridiculous. And obviously, Mm. like (laughs) Lady Susan is like pregnant with Lord Mannering's baby very clearly and he's just like that would just be ridiculous and Lucy is like yes yes it would be and it's just like this thing of like yeah he kind of comes out with all these misogynistic views and it's like this is what is happening to you (laughs) like right now you idiot but yeah so 
yeah, like, you don't feel bad for him. It's just, like, this hapless... He's got what he wanted. Lady Susan got what she wanted. Lord Mannering's getting what he wanted. I feel a yeah. bit sorry for Lady Mannering, maybe. Yeah. But other than that, everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like, after Lucy's crying about her separation and Alicia's just like, it ended weeks ago. Why is she still crying about it? Yeah, yeah, she's like, it's just embarrassing now. Um, yeah, and then um, they go off, they and it, they turn up, and Fre- Fre- it turns out Frederica and Reginald are getting married. So James's like, where's the church? <laughs> Again, with the church. Like, this is a recurring theme where he, like, says something stupid and then he forgets <laughs> and does it again. I think they were on a hill, maybe. Yeah. So he's like, where's the church? Um, And then um, they, yeah, uh, Lady Susan, they're like saying, oh, you must be very proud of your daughter. And she's like, oh, she's shown herself to be very cunning and manipulative. I couldn't be prouder. And and then um, I think Charles says, because they say, oh, yeah, she's got such a great voice. She's going to sing, isn't she? And Charles goes, I call her the Surrey Songbird. Mm. And uh, and Sir Reginald is like, that's ridiculous. No. It's the Kentish Nightingale. And he's just <laughs> he's so mad about it. He's, oh, God, it is funny. It's a funny film. It's funny yeah. And, and then, then at uh, the end, <laughs> Reginald reads a poem that he's written about Frederica. And the, the a essence... It's a while. It's a while. It's like ten lines. The end. Dropped the end. Um, Why is Lady Catherine to bug like that? Don't you know it's because she's a Virgo? Why is Mr. Darcy a twat, my friend? Can't you see it's because he's a Capricorn? Um, yes, the star signs. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, no. So, gonna... Lady Le- Susan. I literally just thought about this, so, like, give me a moment. But Lady mm. Susan's a Scorpio. Okay. Obviously. She's very, very manipulative. She's always got some kind of a hidden agenda. Alicia Johnson. Gemini. Yeah? Yeah, because I think, like, she, she's she's very much, like, She's the her whole friendship, that, like, and the way that she kind of sub, like supports and goes along with um, Lady Susan's plans. Uh, Reginald Junior, Reginald de Courcy, a Cancer. Yeah, because he's he's got he's kind of like got this like slightly spiky shell, especially when he first meets Lady Susan. He's a little bit like sassy about her, but then he totally becomes a simp for her. Catherine de Courcy Vernon. Mm, I think she might be a Virgo. She's my favourite character in this. She is good. She's like the only one who fully sees through Lady Susan. The only one really, if we're going to be realistic, even if the others saw through her, smart enough to take her on. Yeah, and so she's like, she cares about Frederica. She like, she she puts together a plan, she organises, she does it in a like uh, pragmatic way that isn't just rushing in. 
Yeah. Frederica. Pisces. She's a big cryy person. <laughs> yeah, she's just like very sensitive and like not very assertive. Um, do, 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 Charles. Charles is a Sagittarius. <laughs> I love Charles as well. He's another great. Or um, is he a. Um, he might be a Libra. I think he might be a Libra, you know. Yeah, okay. Because Sir James is definitely a Sagittarius. Oh, yeah, that's who's next, Sir James. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> is he textbook Sagittarius? Yeah, because he just always puts his foot in his mouth. He's just in it, for, you know, he's happy-go-lucky. He loves telling a good old story, you know. Lady Mallorin, I don't know. Pisces. Okay. Um... Do you want the parents or do you not see him enough? I think the the, the dad, uh, Sir Reginald, he might be an Aquarius. Yeah, he's a little bit weird. I think maybe the mum is actually a Capricorn. Yes, I can see that, but I also think she's quite cancer because she's, like, I mean, classic maternal, like, caring vibes. Um, also, maybe Virgo. Ratings. Okay, I've been thinking about this while you were doing star signs. Yeah, oh, see, you got the extra opportunity. I think I'm going to go with a seven. I don't think I'd watch it again. Mm. I watched it, and I liked it, and it was enjoyable. You watched it twice. I watched it twice. <laughs> I had to watch it twice, because, which I think is an indictment of the film, maybe of me as well. It was but, because you were watching Love Island, and you are so stressed about the drama on Love Island, okay? Just a minute. <laughs> that is true. Um, but... Also, the second time I watched it, it was still quite hard to follow, I thought. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, and, I mean, to be fair to them, that was probably Jane Austen, like, yeah, packing a lot of information into this. In. But, but like, I, was... I feel like they did it in a way, I mean, like, it's kind of like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't think everyone's going to ever do this comparison again, but, like, have you ever seen the film Tenet? Just no. famously very confusing film, and like you have to watch it at least like three times in order to get everything that's going on. It's just yeah. so well, like that's the thing. I like watched it twice, and I still missed bits. And the second time, I did properly watch it. But I didn't miss bits, but I was pausing to take well, notes. That's the thing. I never pause it. I take notes while I'm watching, and that's that. No, I was I was watching it alone, and I was pausing it. No, I would not have been pausing it because that's why I gave up writing notes. I was like, you can't. It was quite fast moving, but it's only like an hour and 40 minutes or 30 yeah, minutes. No, that's the thing. It is, it is quite quick. They could have they could have made it longer, but I actually kind of like the fast no, moving the, because I think like if it had been that much longer, I think you would have got really tired of Lady Susan. Yeah, it had to be kind of like quick and brutal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you you want to see her get a comeuppance, and I think if it was like that much longer, I mean, yeah. you could maybe you could have had a more complex personality in that case. But like, does she really need one? I don't think. I think part of the trauma she doesn't have one. She is this person. She, she doesn't just get a terrible person. She doesn't get any karma. Sometimes people are just bad. Yeah, they're just bad, and just luckily Frederica got away. That's literally it. Like, yeah. So the happy ending is Frederica got the man that they're better suited. Um, and, like, just they they kind of used 
James Martin as a scapegoat almost to get rid of Lady Susan. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I quite like I quite like the ending as very matter of fact that she's still a scheming gross person. Yeah, she doesn't get like a redemption arc. Yeah, she she doesn't feel any remorse either. No. Like when he's doing his poem, she she doesn't care. Mm. She's just like, okay. Um she doesn't even have any reaction to it. Yeah. She has absolutely no well, she says, my daughter's that. become very manipulative and scheming. I couldn't be more proud. But it's just like, yeah, she's because she's always going to put her narrative on it. And she sees, because she's, she thinks that her daughter is a mini version of herself, she's like, oh, yes, manipulative and scheming. I can put that on her because I know deep down that's what I am. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was good. And I did like the concept of just like this terrible person that has no redeeming personality traits. Yeah. And it's exciting to watch. Yeah, but yeah, because like it's kind said, of it's if horrific. If it been longer, you it wouldn't have been enjoyable because you would have just watched more suffering and pain for the people around her. Yeah, so it's like it was just short enough that it was bearable. Yeah, and everyone was okay in the end. Yeah, I mean, poor James, but you know, you know, he's a himbo. He's getting that hot lady season ass. Yeah. And maybe he's getting cucked. Maybe he doesn't mind that. Maybe it's a little three three way. I don't know. Polyamorous and shit. I could see I could see Sir James as being bisexual king. Yeah, I think I think they definitely could. Lord Mannering also. Yeah. Bisexual same. kings. Although I don't think I ever heard him speak. Mm, uh, no, I'm not sure I did either. <laughs> I think he just appeared. And he's just a piece of eye candy, except he's not very attractive. Like, it's just really weird. It's just really weird. Like, he's not unattractive. Like, this is not an insult to the actor at all. Um, no. That's the end of that. Shall we be watching Bridget Jones next time? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Nice. And um, it'll be in two weeks' time from this episode airing. So that's au revoir from us. Check us out on Instagram at austin underscore translation underscore pod or email us at austintranslationpod at gmail.com. Au revoir!